Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. podcast, a podcast dedicated to the girlies who are on their healing journeys. Again, we're here to empower those who are committed to personal growth and becoming the best versions of themselves. I love that. Okay. In today's episode, we'll be revisiting a few topics that we've touched on in the past, like dating, love, and motherhood. But before we jump into the topics, let's play our icebreaker. We're going to play two truths and a lie. And so we're going to list out two truths and one lie. (laughs) And we have to pick out the lie. Hmm. All right, go. You're first. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) So, I've... Sorry about that. Sorry. All right. So, my first thing is, I was so stressed one night, I drank a whole bottle of wine. That's not, you know. My I feel second. like you're going to tell on yourself. Just tell me. <laughs> and my second one is um, I stayed up all night baking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my third one is um, <laughs> I was, I had the BGs one day and I almost boo-booed on myself on the highway. Hmm. So, based on how you were explaining that first one, that you drunk that whole bottle of wine, I think that's true. Um, Let's see. Baking all night. I can see it. I can see it. I'm going to say the one about, you know, you having to stop on the highway. Or you had the the BGs on the highway, what you say? Is that it? That is true. (laughs) That's true? The lie was me drinking the whole bottle of wine. Okay, so what you do? I had, man, I found the... A detour, like off the highway, like it was the last exit, <laughs> and I hurried up and got over, and I found like, and I hated like, it's probably TMI. I found the Walgreens. Who was nearby, baby? <laughs> it saved my life. Was it clean? You know, I didn't give a fuck at that point. I had to go. <laughs> I had to go. <laughs> Never eat at Incredible Pizza. Fuck <laughs> yes, mm. The kid's birthday party. Okay, wait. <laughs> you don't know if it was clean. You must have been in and out. Oh, it you was, it was ready there? to go. Oh, I mean, it so was right there. You was in and out. I didn't have to be in there alone. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> it had to be decent if you wasn't like, oh, my God. I, mean, like, I probably was like, oh, my God, because I really don't like to use public <laughs> restrooms. But at that point, it was like, yeah, uh, I probably would have shit on myself. Bathroom, I'm not. Myself and that, I did not want to do that. Oh, my God. I had a, a long drive home. <laughs> Whatever. I probably would have risked That's it. I'm not going to lie to you because <laughs> I would have risked it because I'm not finna. Maybe I had a long drive and it was, oh, oh my God. Oh. Okay. It was making you hurt. It was, it was too you much. To I'm sweating thinking about it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> okay. I told y'all I was going to stop you if you was oversharing. Sorry. So let me, Sorry. let me stop you here. Okay. So it's my turn. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Paris twice. Mm-hmm. I've had a threesome. <laughs> I graduated with honors. You hella smart, so you definitely graduated with honors. 
I know you've been to Paris. I don't know how many times. <laughs> you had a threesome. I'm going to say that's the lie. That's, yeah, that's the lie. I know you, man. <laughs> I know you. But did you believe it for a second? A little bit. Okay. I was like, well, maybe it got a little spicy in Paris. I don't know. It could have nope. been. I don't know. It didn't. No, so but... you went there twice? Yeah, I did. I didn't know that. I, know I went, went in high school. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> that completes our icebreaker. Okay, so our first topic we're gonna talk about the over that we're gonna revisit is the dynamics of dating. Um, is it mainly in the black community where dating feels like a full-on relationship? If so, why do you think we struggle with this? Hmm. So I, I had to think about this. Uh-huh. So. I, Okay, because, you know, white people, they can casually date, yeah. and it's nothing. Right. Black women, if you casually date, you're a whore. Yeah. That's what they like to try to tell oh, you. you just out there. Yeah, you outside. Yeah. yeah. And I don't necessarily know where that comes from, mm-hmm. but I heard something today about how, like, black women are just, like, underappreciated in society. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think most of it is misogyny, mm-hmm. but also I feel like... Maybe back in the day, like, women had to couple up to survive. And mm-hmm. so, like, that might be, like, where it comes from in our community. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just so many societal, it's so much societal pressure to be, like, to place on yourself this pressure. Like, at this age, I need to have this, this, or that. And so then it becomes, like, I'm not casually dating anymore. I'm, like... This is my prospect, so I'm trying to make this person conform to my person. Mm-hmm. And so then it just feels like a full-on relationship. And it may not actually be your person because we're not doing the whole weaning out, like, you know what, my non-negotiables, I'm not going back to my list, and I'm just trying to make this person. Well, I'm, I'm settling. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, at least that's kind of been my experience because I'm, I'm one of these people that I don't really casually date. I just, I'm more of a... A long-term commitment type person. So. You're a lover. I am a lover, and I love hard, man. Don't but. be, but, like, this is the <laughs> thing. It's not something that you should feel bad about. Like, I think the thing about you, you have to understand that you attract men that, like, want to be nurtured. And so it's just, like, more so about making sure that your boundaries are in place, but feeling free to love. Because I think feeling free to love is how you find your person. Mm -hmm. When you go in, like, uninhibited, I'm not worried about you hurting me. Because if you hurt me, that's your loss. This is a therapy. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I'm not trying to. (laughs) It's okay. I'm taking it in. But, like. You're a lover, and I don't think that it's anything wrong with being a lover. Yeah, I don't think it's nothing wrong with it. It's just like I've just loved all, loved on the wrong people. Yeah, but our discernment is refined. Yeah, it's refined. Mm. And so we're trusting ourselves in this I'm, new it's season. It's a process, y'all. I'm a work. We're, we're trusting ourselves in this new season because we are not who we were yesterday mm-hmm. because we have knowledge to move forward. I received it. Okay, period. Well. Let me speak it to you Amen. real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, dating helps you further navigate who you are and what you want. Brings about a certain clarity even when unsatisfied. If this is this why having a roster is important? Okay, let me tell you why the roster is important. <laughs> Again, I feel like as black women, we limit ourselves. We think that we can't date multiple people. Again, you're not giving your body to all of these people, right. but you're getting to know these people. Right. I don't know where it comes 
and that you are a whore because you choose to get to know people. That's that you, yourself Yeah, like you have to you have to release that. And like as long as you again, you're going in heart open. Mm-hmm. Like trusting that you will find your person. And so like in that I think sometimes you got to navigate different people because people can present whoever they want to present. And so it's enti- it's important to like not limit your options especially in the beginning. But, like, how will you know your person if you haven't, like, tried multiple people and, like, seen what, like, doesn't work for you? And I think as you, like, casually date, you get to know people on a deeper level just because you, like, learn to listen. And so you seeing stuff right off the bat. (laughs) You're learning who that person is if you're paying attention. And it's just easier to decipher when you have, like, all right, I got five dates lined up this week. And now I could be like, oh, nope, red flag. And so yeah, laughing through and... It sounds exhausting. <laughs> it's not exhausting, though, because when you see somebody is not for you, you don't waste your time yeah, on them. You get that part. You, you, go, you go on about your business. It. It's not exhausting. You see, that, you see that first person. Your person is not going to drain you. You're right. If you're around that motherfucker and they're draining you, that's not your person. Right. Okay. All right. That's, that's what you heard it. Okay. <laughs> Let's get the people hip today. Okay. All right. Cool. Where are we? Oh, okay. I want to talk about... Uh-oh. When you find your person and you got a roster. <laughs> All right. So I was talking to my husband, right? Yes. He be listening to the podcast. Yeah. He heard the roster episode. And he was like, you definitely told me that when we first started dating. <laughs> and I just want to let y'all know, America, ain't no cap in my rap, okay? Because I told y'all when I got a roster, I tell them about each other. Right. I'm very honest. Yeah. Okay? I said, damn. I told you that? Because I didn't remember telling him. I was like, damn, I told you that. I, I said, I said, you fucked with me, boy. That's how I was like, oh, you fucked with me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let me tell y'all what happened when, when I found him. Okay, I had a roster. And when, when me and him met, it kind of was like instant. But we took our time with everything because we could tell that it was like, it was deep. Okay? And so we took our time. So I was still dating for a while. So what's taking your time? Time frame. We didn't become boyfriend and girlfriend a year into until okay. a year into dating, okay. and so we got to know each other. Right. Um, and so what? But I had got rid of my roster before we became boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Um, once we, I started to see that we started to become serious, yeah. and that like I liked him as a person. I liked his mind. Yeah. I liked to, like where I could see myself going with him. Yeah. And so once I decided, mm, I want this one. Okay. <laughs> I ended up. I had texted everybody on my roster. I said, "Hey, <laughs> was it's, it a group text? No, it wasn't a group okay. text. I ain't that cold. I ain't that cold." <laughs> I said, "Hey, it's been great kicking it with you. Lose my number. You you were a great little companion there. I appreciate your time, but please do not text this phone no more. I got somebody. Mm. This was before he even made me his woman." I said, I said, I said, I, I want to see. Yeah, I said, I like this one. I want to see where this, where this, where this relationship is going. Okay. I said, please do not text me no more. Some people didn't respond. Some was a little upset. Like, damn, when, when you saw doing all this? I said, it's been great. Please do not text this phone anymore. I have found my person. I ain't say I found my person. I just said I got a man. Wow. I got a man. Okay. But I knew. But anyways, that's what happened to the roster. I just had to tell about how you, when you find the one, 
Get rid of Do, the roster. Yeah, get rid of the roster. The roster has to go. You don't keep the roster in there. You don't say, well, he might get to acting up. No, you get rid of the roster, mm-hmm. and the roster must go. Yeah. You cut them. You don't. Nope. If you got a, if a nigga keep texting you because he trying to see if you're still available, because they do that too, you block that nigga. Blocked. Block. Block. Blickety block. Mm. Have a nice day. No, nope. you don't even say have a nice day. You block. Blickety block. <laughs> okay. Now, I just wanted to explain how the roster develops when you come into a serious relationship. And that is your truth, and I'm taking it all in. All right. I don't, and I also want to say, I don't feel like you have to date like that. Yeah. I feel like for you, it ain't for me. It's not for you. And but I, I think you can have I, at least two I, I on the roster, I have though. Not really giving it a, a chance. You don't have to have a lot. I just, I just so happen to not. I just feel date like multiple people at the same time. I just find it a little difficult. You don't have to have a heavy roster. What are you not understanding? I'm and this is in, in the beginning. Because, baby, you be ready to be wifey. Slow down. I'm just. Slow down. I understand. I understand, ma'am. I understand. But you giving, you giving the I whole carriage it. up. God I damn it. it. Calm I down. Yes. All right. All right. Mm. You are the prize. I am the prize. Period. I'm okay, let's move on. Got let's it. move on. We're, we're, next, wow. we're going to talk about. Love and self-discovery. Mm-hmm. So is love enough to sustain a long-lasting relationship, you think? No. I agree. Okay, what you think you need in addition to love? Um, communication, mm-hmm. um, chemistry, mm-hmm. um, someone you could, I mean, love through the hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um... Uh, I mean, like my friend. Like I want to have, like a best friend in a relationship. Like yeah. So, no pressure, understanding, uh, grace. Mhm. Um, and I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more things that's just not coming to the forefront. I feel of my like brain. you did a good job. Oh, thank you. The only thing I would throw in is respect. That. Yeah, that's so big. Yeah, that's key. And, and both parties respecting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's baseline. Yeah, I'm, you hope. <laughs> Shit, it better be. Hope. Ashley, hope. stop playing with me today. <laughs> we going to get you together. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like monogamy complexes things in a relationship? I feel like it only complexes things when it's not your truth. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like a lot of people don't want to be monogamous, but they are just monogamous because they feel like they have to be because that's what they were told that they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's what, uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people try to make it work, but it's not their natural state. I think it can be a beautiful thing when it's mm-hmm. right for both parties. Yeah. Again, it goes back to that chemistry. Like, yeah. Some people you just probably ain't feeling it for. Like, eh, yeah. I'm definitely going to, this is just from hearsay. Like, I'm definitely going to keep, uh, not gonna. What's the whole eggs in the basket? I'm not gonna have all my eggs in one basket. Like I'm gonna have somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, you already feel like that person not even worth being monogamous with. Mm-hmm. If you have to have options, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So it's like fucking cut it off. Like stop wasting each other's time or mm-hmm. their their time because they could be like, this is my person, and the whole time one person thinking like. Yeah, this is not it. 
I don't know. So I, I do feel like it can complex things at the end of the day, hmm. depending on – long as they on the same page, it won't. But yeah. if they not, it definitely can complex things. So let me just simplify by saying that. <laughs> so in short, don't be a liar. Yeah. Because nobody likes a liar. Yeah, give now. them the opportunity to make the decision, like, if they want to continue to be with you, knowing that yeah. you may be open to dating other people. Yeah. So it's not like no feelings hurt, like – People just be out here cheating for no reason. For why? Why are you doing that? Selfish. Yeah. It, I mean, it's many things. But. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I like this next one. Okay. So, have you ever felt possessed or do you possess a partner? Do you believe in possess- possessing a partner and why? Um, I could say that um, now, no. I don't believe in it. Like. Because I'm not gonna view my person as, or my person. I'm already taking ownership of them, but I, I don't, I don't own them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so I think I would like a person to be for me and me for them. But at the end of the day, no, I don't want to possess my person. I want them to want to be my motherfucking person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want them to feel like, uh, you know, like I'm clingy or whatever. But I have felt um, possessed in a relationship before, but and I didn't like that. Yeah, and what, <laughs> so, when you say you felt possessed, what does that mean? Was, I guess more controlling, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and that that aspect. Um, I don't like that, like, because for me, it's making me feel like you don't trust me, and and I'm and they it's give you a reason. It's making like me that. tense up, like, yeah. cause why? Yes. Now I'm walking on eggshells, and I feel like I can't be myself mm-hmm. because I'm I'm working I'm more into now I'm back into people pleasing yeah. and that shit is it gets exhausting after a while because now my needs are kind of going by the wayside and I'm just here to meet yours and that's not gonna uh, have longevity mm-hmm. at least for me um, I don't know have you ever felt possessed or <laughs> possessed my man my man my man <laughs> I feel like okay let me let me first of all mm-hmm. let me explain my man my man my okay. man my man my man my man is not about possession that's like me bragging on my, okay. my nigga. Like, you doing the okay. thing. Got like, you. that's what my man, my man means. I got you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but as far as, like, feeling possessed, yeah. no, I've never felt possessed. Mm-hmm. I don't think a nigga ever would, like, you can't play with me like this. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. the crazy come out. Like, you can't do that to me. <laughs> it's not for me. Gotcha. I get to. Twitching and shit. Like, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Let's not even do that. Um, as far as possession, yeah. I feel like as a married person, people like, might, some people might expect me to say yes. No. Like, we, neither right. one of us get down like that. Right. We understand that we choose each other, but we do not possess each other. Gotcha. Okay? I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. And so, I don't believe that you should try to possess your partner. I think it's weird. I don't know what your little power complex right. is about, but I don't think that it's a right. th- I don't think you should do it. Right. I don't think it's a thing. Yeah. I agree. Okay. That was the old me. I was... I'm, oh, yeah. Like you said, you used to believe that. What is, what is that about? Um, I think it's just more of a, I guess, it could have been a bit of a complex where I felt like, I just wanted to be, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I can't think of the word right now. It's going to come to me as soon as we fucking stop. (laughs) But I guess it was more about 
just having something that I felt was mine. I don't mm. know. I don't know. I always have to fucking share. So it, I guess it just felt like, no, I, can I just have this one thing, you know? But at the end of the day, like, my views on that has definitely changed to, yeah, like you said, who the fuck does that? And what is that about? So let's dive deeper into why you yeah. think that. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a okay. bit of a complex. How yeah. old were you when that changed for you? Um, Probably in my early 20s. Okay. That's a yeah. good time. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. You don't want to go into your 20s like that. Yeah. Then you might choose it for life. Yeah, nah. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Where are we? <laughs> uh, you should never have to conform to be loved by another and um, I think that's some what I was kind of talking about with um, being possessed or mm-hmm. um, people pleasing my partner and not really making my needs known. And so mm-hmm. that's not love. Yeah, <laughs> that's not even love in the first place. But again, it's it's life lessons, it's experiences that have grown that mindset to know that that's not what love is mm-hmm. and so you should be loved just as you are agree to disagree do you agree okay i do <laughs> agree i also think that you have to be open to change though like i think that people should accept you as you are but also they should challenge you to grow yeah i feel that and so i mean change is inevitable yeah. You want to become the best version of yourself. Yeah. Much, right? So, I feel that. And I feel like, for me, like, I'm probably on, like, my fifth version of myself mm-hmm. at this point. And, like, I met my husband in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's seen so many different versions of me. I've seen so many different versions of him. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is just, like, accepting each other, but also, like, encouraging each other to be, like, the best version of ourselves. Yeah. And I always say, like, it's so good to be in this space just because, like, this is my first healthy relationship. Yeah. And so I think it's so important that we learn, like, healthy relationships and just, like, how to create them. Mm-hmm. And so there's so much change that happens, you know? <laughs> Just because as you grow and as your heart opens up, yeah. you learn to not only, like, love that person on a deeper level, but you learn to, like, love yourself. I feel that. I knew that was coming. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel that. And I feel like even if you're not married, like, I feel like that still, like, applies to yeah. you and your experiences. Yeah. I mean, based off experiences, you definitely learn to love, learn your, love yourself more because of, I guess, the lack of what... Um, either you was expecting another person to give you, but were you giving it to yourself? Mm-hmm. And is it a, a mirrored image of what you're receiving based off what you're showing them based on how you treat yourself? And so I had to have that hard realization, like, hmm, I had all these expectations of I want you to love me this way. However, <laughs> I wasn't loving myself in the same capacity, so how could I expect you to give me what I'm not even giving me? Mm-hmm. And that was really hard. So I've come to that realization. So now I'm just, like, more on pouring into myself and the capacity I need to before I can fully give myself into someone. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been up and down. It's been, a, you know, because I do have, I, I have desires. And, of course, you I want to have, like, a companion. I want to, like, go out and all that stuff. But 
I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> at this point right well, now. Why do you say you're not ready? I don't know, cause I got. I feel like I'm. I have some more work to do with self, and I haven't been prioritizing self. So right mm-hmm. now, it'd be too much for me to throw in somebody else, cause now it's gonna be like up oh, a distraction. Now you taking away from yourself again and I haven't quite figured that balance part out okay so, I'm finna bring up a point Oh, this don't mean that it has to apply to you okay but I feel like again I met I met my person when I was younger mm-hmm. and I don't think I even like knew what self-love was like right. I thought I knew yeah. but I had no fucking idea yeah like I didn't know that it meant loving yourself at your worst yeah loving the things about yourself that people think that you should hate Right. Like, I had no idea what that was. I learned that throughout the process. And so, I don't know. I just want to offer a different perspective. Yeah, I, I receive it. Okay. I receive that. Like, I'm, you know, you know how I am. So, I know. yeah, I don't take it like, damn, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? No, I, I can, I'm open to receiving information and in, in from different perspectives because mm-hmm. it does help me to grow in grow my mindset to be like, oh, you know what, I didn't even think of it like that. So mm-hmm. I received that. I feel you. My person just haven't came alone that I, you know. No, they on <laughs> their way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have read this uh, quote um, that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, feeling as if you have to come into people's lives to show them genuine love, and they come into yours to show you self-love. Hmm. So I was like, huh. I like that. I think that relates to your journey. Yeah, it definitely relates to my journey. Maybe that's why I, why I stood out like yeah. a sore thumb for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's like just like a reminder to keep your heart open. For sure. Oh, yeah. Look at God delivering the messages oh, right through me. She's okay? Period. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about motherhood. Mm-hmm. So motherhood, there is so much pressure that's yeah. applied, whether it's through self or like people around you whether they think you're doing stuff right or you're not doing stuff right like would you associate that with mother wounds uh yeah (laughs) yeah a little bit um because at the end of the day um inevitably we how our upbringing was affects how we parent so it's like Rather, you wasn't getting enough of something, you might be maybe doing too much in your child, but they, like, they own little people. So, yeah. it's like, their needs are totally different from what yours were when you were a child and they aged. And so, I, and then vice, vice versa, like, when your mother was, when you was younger and your mother, however she was parent or whatever, kind of plays in how she parented you. And so, I think it's, like, it's coming to the realization of, like, okay, less, less, um, what's the word? I don't know. Maybe it's the food. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, help me out. I feel no. like I. <laughs> I feel like I had lost my train of thought. And I lost it right along with you. You you have an whole experience over there. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just it's just pretty much like mirroring what you were taught. So yeah. it's like. Sometimes, inevitably, you carry those on, and then it takes for either somebody outside, like, to bring it to your attention. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Would you associate it with mother wounds? The pressure? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think (laughs) (laughs) 
One of my things I say, I always say, I want to be present. And I yeah. say that mostly because my mom worked a lot. Right. And so, yeah, it's associated with mother wounds. It's just like you wanting to be a better parent than what you had. Not saying your parent was horrible. Right, right. But, like, you just, the goal each time is to be Evolve. better with each generation. Yeah, like, right. I want my son when, I, I, I want him to say, you got, she gave me a lot of trauma or nothing. But I want him <laughs> to say, she was a good mom. But I'm going to be better than what she right, was. Right. like, and, and I think I do a good job. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I want him to be better. Right. I want him to know more. That's that pressure. Whatever I couldn't give you. We already applying pressure on our kids. He don't know more. That boy's smart as hell. Yeah. I, he be asking me, what, Mama, what's an invertebrate? I don't like, fucking know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about right now. He's three years old. I can't keep up. What are we even talking about? I don't know. You know? And so I think. Your kid is just going to be better than what you were. And that's the goal. Like, you want that for your child. I agree. I agree. Like, uh, the communication between me and my mom, I can see me actually putting a lot more effort. Not that she didn't talk to me at all, but probably not as much as I would have needed her to. So Mm -hmm. I definitely communicate with my child on a whole other level than what I got at her age. So, And it's due to the lack, you Mm -hmm. know. So, anyway. I think you do. I think you do a good job. Thank you. I think you, a big piece of how you parent is based on how you were raised. Mm-hmm. And, like, you put a lot of pressure on yourself, but, like, you good at what you do. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank like, you. You do. Perceive <laughs> it. I'm like, thanks. You are. You, like, you, I, okay, I'm going to tell the Uh-oh. truth here today. Lord. Ashley used to get on my nerves because she had a child before I had a child, okay? <laughs> yo, yo. Your baby is like nine years older than my uh-huh. baby. We've been friends for 11 years, yes. okay? I didn't understand the struggle when we first became friends. I'm like, bitch, come on now. You ain't got to bring your baby every fucking word. Like, she come almost, on now. She had to come today. I'm like, listen. I, and then she bring the baby over. Okay, uh, she doing too much. She hopping around and shit. She got to go. I, I'll see y'all later, okay? So I feel like through learning how you mother and, like, Entering the process for myself, yeah. like I'm able to understand you more. Thank you. For and like your grace. you're you're great <laughs> at what you do. Like you're an inspiration. Aww. Aww. <sighs> you heard it live, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an inspiration. <laughs> um do you feel like well, I guess we kind of just answered it, but it's projecting in some capacity based off what we didn't get. And then at what point, because I know you said early on, fuck them people. Mm-hmm. When did you develop that mentality when the baby was in the womb? You already knew you was going to be on some of that. Or <laughs> it was a, a, something that happened that was like, oh, here it comes. I'm boiling over. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> is it projecting? Yes, it's projecting. But I think the thing is you got to learn how to fine-tune that and do it in a healthy way opposed to, like, a traumatizing way. Yeah. Um, And the way you're able to know which way to do it, did that shit traumatize you? Okay, well, let's not do it that way. Let's try something different. Sometimes it's impulse. I know it's impulse, but you got to pull it back. When you feel yourself (sighs) triggered, that Mm -hmm. don't got shit to do with that child. It got to do with you. Yeah. And so, like, I think, yes, but you got to tune it, Okay. Um, the fuck, the fuck them people. <laughs> okay, I feel like I was really nice when he was in the womb. And then, like, when he came, even the first few months of his life, I was really good about it. I feel like the problem came when, 
Yes. (laughs) Um, After the Pepsi, my granny gave my baby a Pepsi. He was about seven months old, something like that. Um... But this 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 don't mean fuck your granny. Like, don't let me clear the air here today. I'm not saying that about my granny. I love my granny. If this ain't that, I do not want no smoke. Okay. I feel like it's more about like people that you don't feel are supportive in your life. So whether that be family or friends, Mm -hmm. people who don't respect your boundaries, people who don't value you. Right. You know, just like. The people that aren't aligned right. with where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. That's more so what it's about. Yeah. And also, fuck them people, y'all. It don't mean, like, I want to punch this bitch in the face. It's not about that. It's like, fuck them people with love, if that makes sense. Like, I don't have to communicate with you. I don't have to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I send you away with love. Right. For this stage of my journey, this relationship is not healthy for me. Right. And I and you don't even have to tell these people but all I of didn't, this. I didn't mean to. You don't even have to tell all tell I'm them all saying, of this. This is them. This is them talking to you. But I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't trying to. And you're like, nah, it's already happened. What's done is done. Or do you allow them to kind of, you know, apologize or you allow people to grow when when they show you changed behavior. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like your words mean nothing. <laughs> it's all about your actions. That part. Right. I'm a little cold-blooded with it, I feel like, sometimes. heard it live. <laughs> but I, it's not even about being cold-blooded. It's like, I have to do this shit to preserve me. Right. Yeah. I can't survive any other way. Right. I cannot give you all of me. Right. I can't. I will have nothing. I'm trying to take this person. It's not about you. Okay. I'm telling you like you the people. Okay. This is what you need <laughs> in your spirit. Right. It don't make you a fucked up person, and you don't tell them fucking people, Ashley. Don't tell them that. Okay. Because I have to come to you. I have to let you know. All right. Because you the type. She'll take it seriously, okay? You don't tell them. Nope. Okay. No, you don't tell them that. All right. You send them away with love. I can't take this in right now, mm-hmm. but I love you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's somebody that you, who's done you really, 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 really wrong. Yeah. I'm not even talking to you, but I don't hate you. Right. I don't hate you. Respectfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel, I've sent some people on that way. I have. Okay. Family? Yep. I love that. You go, girl. Yep. Establish those boundaries. I'm working on it. <laughs> you supposed to make it into a song. Uh, oh. Establish those boundaries. I said Establish it. those boundaries. Get it, get Establish it. those boundaries. Hit my Caucasian. <laughs> it's all me. She didn't mean that to our Caucasian oh. listeners. You guys yeah, no have offense, a lot of because rhythm. Some of you, some yeah. of you can dance. We've yeah. seen the ticker top. Okay, <laughs> let's move into the advice segment. So mm-hmm. now it's time for our advice segment. We'll answer a listener's question that ties into the healing journey. If you're looking for advice, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we might feature your question on an upcoming episode. Awesome. So I'm going to read the first one. Oh, yeah. All Dear Nisha and Ashley, for as long as I can remember, I have struggled with accepting and loving myself fully. I often compare myself to others, focus on my flaws, and engage in negative self-talk. My best friend gets all of the attention when we go out. She attracts men so easily. I find myself getting really jealous when we go out. Sometimes I want to punch her in the face 
so maybe she won't be so pretty. Jeez. How do I improve my confidence? Should I continue to be friends with my bestie or move on? I shouldn't feel like this about a friend, right? Thanks in advance, Anonymous. Well, damn. <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely should have those type of feelings. Uh, I think it need to be like, need to reevaluate yourself and maybe pour into yourself, tell your things, everything that you are so that you're not confusing whatever anybody else is telling you, you know, it, it won't be able to permeate you. So it's like, if you're feeding yourself so much positive self-talk, you know, work on redirecting those, uh, you know, my, the, the train of thought that you have when you're telling yourself anything negative, reverse it and tell yourself something positive. And, um, no, nah, I mean, this is your best friend? <laughs> um, praise that. Be like, go on, girl. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. So you think that they should stay friends? I don't know. Uh, do your friend know that you feel this way about her? Probably not. I mean, you have to have a, a serious conversation or honest conversation. Um, or if you don't feel like you can do that in person, maybe, I don't know, write her a, a I don't really like this, but like her a letter or maybe text her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ain't on a know like on how you feeling because I don't know, maybe need to reevaluate if this is really your best friend because you shouldn't have these feelings um, associated with this type of relationship. This yeah. supposed to be somebody through thick or thin. I feel like you're not gonna get she, she not gonna get every get all the men and and neither are you. But even when she do, you should be able to, you know praise her for that like okay girl yeah my, that's my friend and i'd mm-hmm. be happy for her yeah. not envious in any way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah don't don't punch her what do you think um i'm a little concerned for the friend's safety yeah i'm not gonna lie to you um what's this after drinking some something i just i don't think they should be friends like i feel like you should move on again you should do some self-work maybe try some therapy yes. therapy's good Um, just so you can, like, work on some of the negative Mm self-talk. And you don't need to be friends with this girl, because I'm a little scared for her safety, like I said. Or anyone who you feel threatened by. I just feel like, (laughs) girl, is you going to smother her in her sleep or something? Like, I'm concerned. Sleeping with one open. Yeah, like, (laughs) I think y'all should cut ties. Um, and go to therapy. This may not be y'all season. Therapy is okay. It's not just for crazy people, okay? You can do it, girl. I agree. Ashley, tell her. Say so you gonna be okay. Gonna Yay. Be right, girl. Yeah. Okay. Go Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your letter. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, hi, Nisha and Ashley. Recently, I am getting to know and dating multiple individuals simultaneously. While I enjoy the experience of meeting new people and exploring different connections, I also feel conflicted ethically and emotionally about dating multiple people. How can I balance between exploring my options and ensuring that I am treating everyone involved with respect? Are there any conversations I should have with the people I am dating to ensure transparency and open communication? How can I protect my own emotions while still remaining open and genuine to connections? What you think? Well, you struggle, so <laughs> but go I ahead. I mean, but I've, I've t- taken some pointers. Okay. Um, communication. Uh, I think... Yeah, I mean, just being, what she say? I mean, just transparent. Look, mm-hmm. you are not the only person I'm dating um, 
what you say apply pressure, but you you say that's just for you. So I don't know. This is something that I struggle with. Yeah, myself. don't apply pressure. That's not for you. <laughs> That's um, not in your nature. I would say that if you are doing it, don't feel conflicted. Just embrace it. Um, um, but a way that you could potentially, I guess, keep from, look, I don't think you're going to be able to please everybody. Inevitably, you're going to let somebody down because they're going to want to be the main person. So I would just be true to yourself, making sure you eliminate those people who is not serving you in the way mm-hmm. that you need to be served. And that way, you just be open and honest about your needs. And, and this, you know, I don't know, Do you, you don't really owe a person what the, are they giving you the same respect at the same, or is it reciprocated? Yeah. And I would say it would probably be a little easier to have those more transparent, open conversations where we are sparing each other's time. And it's like, look, this is what I got going on. Mm-hmm. All right, I respect that. Sorry, right, we cool. We're going to enjoy each other's company. We feel like this could be something that we can, you know, um, do in the future. Cool. If not, cool. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. At least it's how I picture it in my head. I don't know. If that's how I love that. That's like mature. I'm like, is that how it happens in real life? I don't it know. It should because that's mature. That's the way to move through life, I think. I, I think know. that's good. Oh, hey, look at you learning some things today. I feel I'm healing. I love that for you. Um, I don't know. I feel like, again, mm-hmm. if you are the type of person where you're struggling with this because you feel like you're being dishonest, be honest about it. Like, that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, again, you're not wasting your time on people that are not for you. Like, you're going only going for people that speak to what you're looking for as far as a mate. Like, you're not wasting your time just to feel, you know, like you're not alone or anything mm-hmm. like that. You are strictly spending your time with people who value you and people that you value. So, be honest. Mm-hmm. Spend, don't waste your time with nobody that, that you know ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Use your discernment. Baby, it's, get you a body pillow mm-hmm. if you were that lonely. We don't <laughs> do all of that, okay? Um, yeah, girl. Oh, and protecting your emotions. What you think about that? Um, I, I would say be open, but not so open mm-hmm. to where you feel like, I don't know, where you just going to, I mean, I don't know, because I, it's not about, okay, let me tell y'all where <laughs> she's stuck here and I'm about to go struggle. Yeah, let me, let me tell y'all <laughs> what she's struggling with right here. Okay, my girlfriend here is an oversharer, okay? <laughs> Baby, you don't I have to tell that man honest. all of that. I'll be like, listen, you told him what? Shut your fucking mouth. I I love her, but she does be oversharing. It's a difference between being open and honest and oversharing. I just want everybody to be in the know. I don't want nobody to feel like I'm playing with them. Like, oh, you omitted this. You lied by omission. Okay. So let's get it all out. But I feel that's, like you'll be, like, be like a, a month or I don't even know if it'd be a month. It would be a week. And what, what is the time frame? What you? How long it take you before you just telling all your goddamn business? I don't know. A week? It, it, it varies. Ashley, I know you be telling your she business. I know anyway, she do, America. I know she we do. We are talking about okay. our girl here. Now listen. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Like, you have to go in. You do not overshare. Mm-hmm. But you go in open. And, you know, I, you give somebody what they give you. But also, like, again, you're open. You're... You're just spirit of discernment. Yeah. On how... You should move with that person. That yeah. that will allow you to guard your heart and emotions, and 
you know, move accordingly. So this I know. is something that I'm learning. Yes, in the past I have. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you grow wiser with each experience, right? That's the hope. Yeah. So move accordingly. That discernment. Stop wasting your time with somebody you don't even like like that. Don't even do that. You ain't got to be that. You ain't got to be living like that, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you for your letter. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, before we wrap up, we want to remind our listeners that if you're a small business and would like to advertise to our incredible community, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to support your business and share it with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. <laughs> that wraps up today's episode. Follow our Instagram at Girls Who Heal Podcast. Follow me at Healing with Nisha. And follow Ashley at underscore elevating me. We appreciate you <laughs> joining us on this healing journey. Until next time. <laughs>